0: Dear white people, I mean, um, the student university, I mean, uh, TSU. Welcome back to Mixed Thoughts, the one and the only podcast written by the Jordan Davis. I want to say thank you for all your support and remember to listen to my first two episodes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Music. Also remember to like, share, and comment and subscribe to my podcast on both platforms. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. We have four different segments for this episode. The background, the face, the light, and the shadows. All right, remember, my point is to educate, inform, and entertain. So firstly and foremost, we're going to get started on the background. So the background, the student university is the second largest HBCU in the nation. Renowned for the amount of African-American or minorities pushed out of college with degrees in law or pharmacy. Established in 1947, the student university was made for black college students to attend college because they were denied from attending University of Caucus mountains that is here at the illustrious student university we offer 120 baccalaureate masters and doctoral degrees programs in nine schools and colleges the university assets exceeds 250 million but yet the funding just doesn't show in our campus all right all right all right so now we're gonna go into the phase So first, let me introduce myself. My name is Jordan Davis, J-O-U-R-D-A-N Davis, okay? So I am a freshman here at the student university. Um, I am 18 years old, and yeah, um, the reason why I chose the student university is simply because I am a biracial male. My mother is Mexican, and my father is black. So, growing up, my mother was pretty much the head of the household, so a lot of cultures and values and morals came from her, um, so that really a lot of stuff retained when it comes to my black side was not really prominent. Uh, So pretty much I came to the student university in a sense just to get the black experience and to better myself in my education and just connect with people that look like me because even though I went to James Bowie High School where the culture, where it was very split in half between Hispanic and black, but it was also very diverse too. It was one of the most diverse schools um, in the DFW. But um, kind of just speaking on that, i feel like personally the only kind of real a black experience that i got was probably through step because um, i did step all four years of my high school um and that was a little bit rocky even then so but it was such a great experience uh, although and graduating graduated from there was one of the best days of my life uh, So coming here to uh, these student university was a totally Different atmosphere um, It's you know Hosted here in the hood in third ward And you know I don't know it's just It's very different and so I would just say it's been Real it's been really cool being here um, Seeing people just like me Doing the same thing I'm doing we're all hustling We're all making it we're all trying to get it Trying to get it how we get it And, you know, just really just dedicating ourselves to our work and what we came here for and really just showing who who's here to survive and who's really here to make it in this world. Um, How I view the student university is simply I view it to be a pretty great school. I just feel like there's a lot of uh, reconstruction uh, with the systems that are put in place inside the school uh so just kind of getting into that a little bit so this topic is called the face or this segment and i would say i would probably talk about the systems here at uh the student university um this probably goes for every single college you would go for we have student organizations that usually run the campus in these student organizations um one, the first topic I really want to talk about is the lack of representation in the LGBTQ community uh, when it comes to them being in high ranked positions or any position at all. Um, I personally definitely want to change that um, amongst this campus because you don't see anybody who is a part of the LGBTQ community in any type of organization, um, and if they are, they're not. Shown for some reason, they're not shown in media. They're not speaking and on any, you know, on any platforms like that that we person that I personally see. Um, I feel like just from a personal statement, I feel like the reason why there's not enough representation is simply because of the fear of being disregarded or the the way people look down on people who are in the LGBTQ community. Um, We all say that, you know, we're woke and we accept everybody for who they are and what they bring to the table. But a lot of times people don't, we say that just to hinder the thought that we're not going to get the same representation as we would if we were heterosexual simply because it's a business play. And why I say this is simply because kind of going to where we say, what it takes to be a man um from my personal viewpoint a lot of people say like in the business world you know being flamboyant is not something that you definitely want to show um and of course I definitely agree with that statement but I feel like there's a lot of times where people kind of make that statement an overstatement and just simply kind of just drag it out to where Yes, we can be professional and we can be business professional, but I feel like that we still have to hide ourselves. And even though sexuality is just something that is just, uh, it's a part of us would, you know, speaking for just the LGBT community in general, the, uh, being LGBT is just simply, it's just simply what we like. It doesn't determine our way, It doesn't determine the way we work, the way we talk, the way we walk. Um, it doesn't determine how we communicate with people, how we handle our business, and we all handle our business the same way. Um, just, pretty much just the difference is, okay, girls like girls or boys like boys or, you know, certain people like certain people, pansexual, I'm not sure. Whatever your preference is, is up to you, and that shouldn't determine um, your positioning or anything like that. And not saying that the student university is hindering people of the LGBTQ community from um, achieving ranking positions because that's definitely false. Um, because me personally, I already have a friend who is a part of the LGBTQ community, and he already is in a high-ranking position. Um, and kudos to him. So hello. So okay. So you know he's showing out for us to have a little representation. But I'll just say like just having a little bit more representation um, is all that we need. Um, I feel like maybe some campuses are more free more well-minded not saying that the student university isn't well-minded but they're more focused on the picture and this is why the topic is called the face the face kind of just indicates that the student university we're here to play a picture game we're here for the picture um, a lot of stuff that you know the works that become behind it Aren't so pretty perfect, and this is where, like, you know, the value of student life and campus life comes into play. A lot of people, from what I've seen personally, how I feel about people who are in high ranking positions right now, and uh, they're soon to graduate, um, soon to, yeah, a lot of them are really finna graduate in this, uh, in this. What spring, spring, and May, May 2020. Um, so you know, they're finna get out of office, but I'm glad that here in class of 2023 or class of 2019, you know, um, as us as freshmen, we're very more in tune with the campus and the student life because this is going to be our home for the next four years, of course. And I would say we are definitely a representation, or not necessarily a representation, but or definitely somebody who looks up to the juniors. I would say before I looked at any of the seniors here at the city university, I looked at the juniors first and foremost, because that's who you saw in like in all the offices in the Senate um, in all these high positions, they were the face, the junior class, which was like what the 2017 class of high school, Um, they're now the face, you know, they're the face, like they're the ones who, uphold this campus to its standard and create new, new commu- a new community, a safer community. They create a better atmosphere, a more interactive atmosphere for us as freshmen to continue going here and um, valuing our education and our personal lives and what we stand for and how we get our money, how we get this, how we get that uh, throughout our four years and guide us and mentor us and do everything possible And that's something that I wish the seniors of this campus would do more, but because we all live our certain lives and stuff like that, you know, sometimes that part of the, you know, of this experience uh, is just something that you're probably not gonna get. Um, I would say when going to the value of campus life and student life, um, people in these high positions Uh, don't necessarily value the student life or campus life. They kind of just value their own personal needs. And that's just being the face on the picture. And sometimes they're just there for the money. If you really think about it, guess they, I'm not going to discredit anybody for getting the position that they got because that's not the person I am. But to educate people who don't know this about clubs, in college clubs and college are damn near basically businesses um they all have an operational system they all have constitution and bylaws that you have to follow and we all they all have based on the ranking uh, and the importance they do to our campus life uh they do have payroll and they do have budgets um suited for members such as presidents, vice presidents, secretaries, uh, historians, treasurers, and so forth and so on. So there's money that's put into this for these students to better our campus life and actually listen to the student life, because not only are they students, but they also go here too. So, you know, why wouldn't they, you know, want to do the job? Um, so from what I've known, a lot you can tell like me personally like being here my freshman year it definitely shows i can like i definitely have the foresight to see who who is here for a good time who's here um just to get out of here and who's only here for the money who's here to like really make a change and make further notice to what needs to be added onto our campus or what needs to be changed in our campus and how our student life needs to be better um me personally, I'm an intern with the Herald, um, which is a newspaper. It's pretty much like the newspaper of the school. Um, and you know, we do a lot of media, a lot of uh, sports broadcasting, entertainment, fashion. Um, we pretty much expose. Uh, pretty much, we expose student life um, and people's creativity that are put on this campus. Um, and I really enjoy being in the Herald, to be honest. Um, it's very fun, very unique. Um, it gives me the chance to voice my opinion and voice other people's uh, art, their works, uh, their own personal hobbies, what they made, you know, what they came to the, the student university for, um, what they came here to do and what their, you know, their goal is for outside. And it kind of just creates a community community. Um, through media and that's simply what I like it for um, I would say the high ranks don't and kind of just going down to student life in particular I would say the high ranks really don't value student life like that I feel like now a lot of stuff has become just a title to people and just the money and a lot of work yes they did a lot of work just to get there but you know usually when you sometimes when you want to get that position some people not all people but some people just burn out and they just don't care when they're in that position once they already achieved it they feel like that because they worked so much to get that position that when they got that position you know that's pretty much their big break and that is not the case at all whatsoever uh pretty much just meaning like you you don't get to stop once you get that position your your work must continue and your work must definitely show and i would say some people not all but some some people in these hiring position have has done no work since they got their position and it definitely truly shows it shows in our media it shows in Student student life it shows in people's personal opinions, um, the way we walk on campus, the involvement, um, a lot of a lot of it shows. And if it's not going to show in one way, it's going to show in another. Um, so that's definitely something that needs to definitely change amongst uh, the student life here and campus life. Um, I want to definitely say money. Money is. What we say, the root of all evil, obviously. Sometimes, Uh, but I would say a lot of issues here have been concerned with money, allegedly, not factually. I'm not sure where money's being accumulated towards or being funding funded towards, but I just know that, from my standpoint of view, that. Wherever the money's going, it's not being used for the right purposes and it's not showing in our student life or our campus life. Um, and our education still seems stagnant from what it still seems. Uh, our teachers are wonderful. Our teachers are great. They have taught us, I want to say personally, my teachers from first semester until second semester have taught me very valuable things that I need to carry uh, with myself Um, throughout the future and the rest of my four years attending here at the student university. Our teachers are very important and your professors are, are very important. Remember that when you attend a college, they are important whatsoever because one, they also determine your grade. Two, they determine your grade. Three, they teach you life lessons. Four, they determine your grade, okay? So, get to know your teachers, honestly. Really do get to know your teachers. When you get to know your teachers, You see a different side, unlock, and sometimes nine times out of 10, they work with you more. Uh, And just definitely show your work and show what you came here for. Teachers are drawn to children and, you know, young adults that have a purpose. A lot of times we don't really find our purpose till later. um, And, you know, that really doesn't, you know, sometimes some people find it way after college and, you know, everybody, everybody's different. And you know, you can't discredit yourself, but I feel like just have the, pretty much in a sense, just have the the idea of what you want to do and how you want to approach it. Um, and I feel like if you are a senior or an upcoming freshman or somebody who's just really just wanting to go to college or start college or anything, um, really just have, really know what your purpose is. Sit with yourself, talk with yourself, sit down, meditate, Think about your life. Think about what you have done to get to where you are. And I'm glad you, like me speaking to you, I'm glad you made it this far and I'm glad you're listening to this because I might change your life and you never know. (laughs) But uh, for real though, um, really just sit down with yourself, think to yourself and just really be like, okay. I got myself here. Me, personally, I got myself here even through all the tribulations that I dealt with throughout high school. High school was probably one of my most depressing moments of all my four years. Um, so much stuff has happened to me in high school, and I'm not going to speak on it, but just know a lot of stuff happened, okay? From cutting my best friend off two weeks before graduation to till, till crying and just... Having the most worst mental breakdowns of my life in high school, I feel like college was such a relief for me because not only did I was able to get out the house, but I was able to be myself in a new environment, in a new atmosphere. And, you know, kind of just come to here at the student university where it just felt like a judgment free zone, Um, just based on the people who I hung around with. Um, One tip of advice that I would give to people who are attending college or just having if you even if you're not in college and you're just trying to make it in life, the people who you hang around with are the people who represent you Um, from remember, I, I did there. I did therapy before and she told me that if you want to get to know me, look at my friends and my friends will show you. If your people can't vouch for you or show you anything that's beneficial to who you are and who you are as a person and and not have it be in a negative light, then those are the people that you don't need to be around. You need people who are positive. You need people who are beneficial, not only to you, but you to them because it has to go both ways, first and foremost, and who are gonna help you in your success. Um, We all want to reach the, you know, the finish line, but in order to reach the finish line, it takes a community. It takes a, you know how they say, like, it takes a village to raise a child. And I feel like it kind of goes the same with, like, real world stuff. It takes a village to raise. Well, it takes a community to raise people in this world in order to succeed. Um, Without community, without, you know, marketing, without you know putting your talents out there i feel like that you're not going to really be successful Um, it all starts from somewhere and it starts with you so get to it get you know get on it and i would say definitely have people surrounded who surround you be the most positive people of your freaking life and without those positive people it's so easy to succumb to negativity and just simply be swallowed in not necessarily a darkness but just in a in a tomb of something that you just don't need and obviously you just want to have people beside you that are going to be beneficial to you beneficial to your life beneficial to your mental health okay beneficial to your mental health and i'll say it again beneficial to your life beneficial to your success and beneficial to your mental health. If they're not giving you those three things, cut them off. Um, that's that's just one thing I wanna tell you about, about college and just about life in general. Um, people don't hold your hand anymore. People don't guide you all the time. You can definitely have mentors who are definitely gonna check up on you, but when it comes to finding the steps and finding the way, a lot of times you gonna have to do that yourself. And it just really just weeds out that who's really made to survive out here and who's really not. Everybody's made to survive, of course, um, depending on your support system. But people who don't have support system like that to guide them through college or to really just help them along the way. And I would say me personally, I have I have a support system. I, I really do. And I'm very thankful. I have a mom that supported me through college, you know, by letting me you know be here she's paying it you know paying majority of the tuition you know i mean without without that you know i probably wouldn't be here i probably wouldn't be doing a podcast and i probably wouldn't be talking to you in this mic okay so you know i gotta be thankful i gotta be thankful and but i would say like my siblings my siblings are definitely a if it's not your siblings find somebody who's definitely going to be somebody that's going to be on your ass you want you want that somebody to be on your ass because Who's not going to be on your ass besides yourself? Um, and you don't want to have people on your ass for the wrong reasons. Um, you want people to be on your ass because, like, person, like, I'll be, uh, I'll be honest with you. Like, throughout my first two podcasts, my sister has judged and critiqued my podcast um, and just gave me more insiders of what to be careful about and what to be, um, let's say, just more mindful of. And I'm definitely take those into consideration because I'm a dumbass. I'm a dumbass. Before anything, I want to, as I say, you know, I want to entertain. I want to educate. And I also want to inform um, EIE. That's my, you know, that's my standards. And those are my standards that I created for me while doing this podcast. So, duh. So, you know, like, you know, you have to follow a format. Give yourself a format to when it comes to having a hobby or anything like that. Give yourself a format to follow or a routine to follow. Um, Once you start following that routine, you pretty much, in a sense, just start getting attained. You know, you follow follow the rhythm to it and just remember to keep a good head, keep a good shoulders, uh, make sure that you are mindful of everything that you do and everything that you say, and just remember that your support system, it all starts with you. You first have to support yourself, you have to love yourself, you have to recognize who you are as a person, and sometimes we all get that question, well, I don't know who I am. When you get that job interview and they say, describe who you are, me personally, I would have been said, well, I'm Jordan Davis, I'm a biracial Mexican and black male, I am 18 years old here at the student university, and I own a podcast where I educate, inform, and entertain while on social matters that you want to know See it, it Sometimes it, it just It gets that simple And I could say many more things Obviously um, But and I'm not trying to sound Cocky or anything but I could definitely say a lot of stuff You just have to find what makes you you If you never sat down with yourself To, to see what makes you you You're you know You're not doing something right Um uh, and I'm sure like a lot of people probably have done sat, sat with themselves and would have been like, well, I feel like I know myself too much or whatever. Or I feel like, you know, um, whatever I know myself as, it's not, you know, it's not positive. You have to get yourself out of that mindset of, you know, me, per- like my life is not positive. Uh, like, like we get it. OK, your life isn't positive, but what are you doing to make it positive? That's the real question. What are you gonna do for in your life that's gonna make your life positive? If you're just gonna sit here and be, you know, stagnant and, you know, reluctant of what has been going on in your past life, then you're not gonna move forward. And I had to learn that the hard way. Um, this past month in January, this past recent month in January, I had a whole stress nosebleed. Um, simply because not only was I working on my education, uh, I was trying to do this podcast. I was trying to do my organizations. I was trying to have everything certified, do this, that, and the third, support this person, support that person. And, you know, obviously I tried to do it all, but sometimes you just have to back off and kind of just focus on you. Um, so all that kind of resulted in me in the middle of the day, you know, thinking I'm, you know, me obviously my head my head gets to running and I get to rambling and I get to just thinking all over the place and sometimes the scenarios aren't good. I always think about and this is where me personally, um, I have to get out of my own head because sometimes they say that you're your own biggest enemy, and that's definitely really, really, really true. You can be your own enemy. Um, and it really starts with your perspective of reality and it definitely starts with who you surround yourself with and what you are doing with your life if you're not doing anything positive that's going to benefit you or your mental health and you're not doing something right if you're not going to benefit um if you're not benefiting yourself that to the point where whatever you're doing feels like work when it feels like work it's not for you and don't get me wrong you're gonna have to do the work but when it feels that like say me doing this podcast right now if this me doing this podcast felt like a drag and it felt like a whole tiresome task for me to pull out this mic pull out my computer open these programs up edit all this other stuff you know make content layouts for y'all create um create just different playlists of genres of background music that i have in here you know things of all that nature if all that felt like work then obviously it wasn't my passion but because if it, it doesn't feel like work and it just feels like something that I just must do because I feel like I have the talent to speak or I feel like I have the talent to persuade people and just really just talk to people and really you know get in the nitty gritty you know I you know just feel just filling it out vibing you know creating the creating the mood creating the vibe creating the tone cleanse my spirituality get what i need to get off my chest then it it, it does not feel like work to me it, i promise you it doesn't it does not feel like work to me i'm like i'd be ready to pop out this mic ready to speak on something but that's enough for me for, for rambling but i kind of want to get into the face um uh, after the background there's the face and now we have the light. In the light, I kind of just want to talk about uh, situations here that I want to say. Let's talk about my college experience. Um, as I said before, I am a college freshman. Um, here at the student university. <laughs> okay. And you know the organizations that I'm in. Are, um, I'm in relationship. I'm in the Herald. I'm in. I'm doing this podcast. Um, I'm trying to get an internship with KTSU, uh just FYI, uh just to share, you know, just to share some extra stuff. And KTSU is a radio station here at our campus. Um, they're very known for a lot of student engagement, um, and just really a lot of jazz too. I know that. For uh for one. Um I'm sorry if y'all hear me moving a lot. I'm sorry. But I would say starting out here, August 18th, uh, moving day, freshman week. Let's just talk. Just just talk about being a freshman here. I would say freshman week was uh, one of the best, probably weeks of my life. It was really fun. I got to meet new people. Um, I'm very sociable, but I'm also very antisocial. Um, I'm so I'm social to the point where if I if I'm in a new environment and I need to make new friends or whatever, I know who to I know who to target. And usually, personally, me, I target people uh, when it comes to making friends. I usually kind of go for the crowd where I kind of choose the nerds, you know. Um, before I choose people similar to me. <laughs> um, just, just kind of, just kind of to say that not calling anybody a nerd or anything because I'm a nerd myself. But usually, people who i'm able to benefit from you know and not kind of to look at it from a negative point of view of like oh you over there stalking people out you know because you know you're going to benefit from them but no these are genuine these are genuine people who are true to themselves they they're about their work they're about their life and you know they didn't come to college here to play and neither did i you know obviously and you know going to college you're going to realize that you're going to have so many different friends um the people who i hung out with throughout the first, I would say, my bad, the first two months of college are, they're still my friends now, but I don't talk to them like that anymore. And that's just the reality of it. And it's nothing, there's nothing bad about it. There was nothing bad, There's no situation that happened. And the reason why we don't talk anymore is just, we don't talk anymore. And you know, that's perfectly okay. You're gonna get that all the time. You're gonna learn that you don't fit in with everybody and a lot of people just don't fit in with you. Um, and a lot of stuff is what you make it, for sure. The people who I hung out with throughout the first two months of college, um, I would say the reason why they're we're not as close as we were now, and they're still great dear friends to this day, is simply because their track Um, of what they were doing it wasn't you know pretty much resilient or not resilient but it wasn't correlating or corresponding with mine uh so simply just kind of speaking like i want to me personally i want to surround myself with people who are doing the same thing i'm doing and i'm just not my uh and i'm sure they're gonna do great things and i'm definitely gonna trying to do great things um just maybe starting early but, you know, we all say that your timeline is your own timeline. You know, not everybody's on your timeline. So I kind of just felt like that I needed to find people on my timeline, you know, who are striving, who are not going to wait for the opportunity of success, who are here to make a difference in this campus and the student life and to make a difference in their own lives as well. And those are definitely the people that I chose to have with me to this day. Um, shout out to my friends. Hello. <laughs> But um, no, seriously, those, you know, those were the people that I was definitely choosing. Like, and I told my one of my other sisters, uh, Genesis, you know, surround yourself with people who are just like you. And if you already found them, you good, you know, like just find people like you join organizations as a freshman. You don't want to wait. You don't want to wait till sophomore year. I I understand people are always going to tell you that. You know, just fill out first semester or fill out the first year and see if you like it, blah, 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 blah. But I promise you, the more involvement that you have with this campus releases, or not necessarily releases, but it it becomes more of an eye-opener of what needs to be changed and what could you do in order to have those opportunities in your hand, but also how are they gonna benefit you in the future? Um, And honestly, me personally, I snatched that right up i've been told that right before i came to college like i didn't come to college to play i definitely don't want to get sent back home for slacking or just partying or smoking drinking doing whatever and not focusing on my education i definitely came here with a purpose and i came here with a purpose to complete okay okay so um just kind of just going into it like I didn't you know I didn't come here to play Um, and I'm sure a lot of people didn't either and that's, you know my friends definitely didn't come here to play either the ones that I'm currently with and don't get me wrong the people the people who I don't talk to on a daily basis I'm sure they didn't come to play here either but their course of alignment um, and their mindsets just didn't align with mine and that's just perfectly fine you're gonna get that Um, your friends are gonna change people are gonna change throughout the course of time um, after freshman year, just really just, I would say my tips for upcoming freshmen or people just first time people here at the student university or any college anywhere, whether you're at an HBCU or a PWI, feel the campus, join an organization, join something that you're interested in and that's going to get you active and really just entangled into student life because I promise you it becomes an eye opener to what needs to be fixed and what needs to be, you know, done. And it all starts with you. Uh so that that is something that I also want to touch up on but going back to like freshman week freshman week ooh freshman week was low key fun um we did wild and out we did um color, we did color wars uh we did we were on that football field and we were uh what else were we doing getting to know the Greeks uh the Greek life on campus there was many more. There was a lot of stuff that we learned. Uh, We learned about the campus. We had the Tiger Paw initiation where we got our pins. We had the silent party with the headphones and we were outside just jamming it up, having fun. And there was like three different you had headphones, whatever, and they had different colors. So each color was a different DJ. So there was blue, green, and red. So blue DJ, green DJ, and red DJ. And you know, they were all just some popping music. And it was just cool that Like as the music The music changes And uh, It was cool to see that The the change in emotion And People When You know Somebody was feeling You know When somebody When some DJ was um, Playing another song That everybody was feeling You can see like All the color changes And everybody's wearing The same color Or uh, I don't even know It was just It was just really cool It was fun I say I created a lot of friends That day um, a lot of people who I've encountered that day um, are people I still keep dear to me now. And even then, some people I just didn't meet that day. You know, I met them through classes, I met them through organizations, or I just met them at a party or something. You know, you never know. People, people, you know, time is very unique. And being at H- HBCU in particular, it's very unique. You're going to meet. St- so many different people so many different days you're never going to be the same person twice sometimes um, unless you just really you know held them as a friend or I don't know if that's the right word but you know just really attain them as a friend and just keep in contact with them uh, people are really really cool here there's nothing to be scared about when it comes to going to college there's nothing to be afraid about just be on your shit when it comes to being uh, when it comes to doing your work and just make sure you maintain and create hobbies for yourself and make them into a business and create it just makes just just better yourself, honestly. remember to meditate, remember to remember to do a lot of stuff. I could I could literally go on and on and on and on and on. But I would say my three key factors are maintain your success, your education, and your hobbies. And' lie well, I lied four things success, hobbies, education and mental health. Um, I'm gonna preach a lot about mental health because um, I do deal with mild depression and anxiety. Um, so a lot of stuff when somebody can say something and it can just sometimes it can just shut me down completely and I don't become receptive to anything else after what's being said or what's being you know done at the moment. Um like I said before like I'm a little antisocial so I would say kind of, gaining friends was already kind of a little bit hard for me. Um just simply because I'm new to the area. I didn't know who who is who. Um I had an idea of who, you know, who everybody was, but you know just really getting to know them was like my hardest part because I definitely had I'm definitely the type of person where um if you come in my, you know, if you come in my close circle and you mess it up then i just feel like the next person's gonna do it and you know sometimes it's not the case um you know not everybody's here to mess up your life whatever (laughs) you know that's not people's intentions but it's just i don't know i just i get like that sometimes and that's just something i have to personally work on but definitely I would definitely keep my friend group now um, throughout the rest of my college years simply because they're the right people for me and sometimes even you know as the course as I said before the course of time is very unique Um, sometimes even your closest friends won't make it with you till the end of senior year and it happens you know people move away people to transfer Uh, financial issues. sometimes life just happens and it sets itself up like that and it's perfectly fine to go through. Um, just really, just I would say my tip for people um, who are listening, who are younger, especially, um, let life run its course, and I feel like you're gonna be okay. Let, let nothing's, everything's gonna be new, everything's gonna be different. Um, so that's just definitely something. So now, um, we're gonna switch over to the topic, okay? Hey, switching over, switching over, switching over. What we switching over, switching over, switching over. What so, we're gonna go into the segment the light. So, with the segment the light, um, I want to touch up. On subject matters voicing the opinions of the people in the student body um, that the student organizations and their effect on campus life Um, this is a double-edged sword kind of topic so this can also kind of deal with the fact that the lack of involvement from our student body may also play a part in our what's the word this can also play a part in our campus um, simply because the lack of vomit can result in the unmotivation that people who are in organizations that are doing things for our campus to not want to do them anymore if there's no point of people showing up. So in a sense, it's just wasting money and, you know, wasted effort. Um, so it is a double-edged sword, definitely. Um, so, but where I kind of want to touch up on is that Here in the light, I just want to pretty much just speak for the student body in my eye myself. Um, From what I've been seeing is pretty much just saying it again. Like there's not a lot of people who are wanting to make a difference in our campus and in our, you know, our livelihood throughout our four years on this campus. That's why the involvement decreases. And that's why. A lot of things just become about the title, um, and that's something that you just don't want. You don't want things to become about the title, not the money, because like I said before, like college, college organizations are built on money. Like people get you know paid for their positions and to do their job, and sometimes a lot of times they just don't do their job, and it sucks because it's just like you know what are you getting paid for the campus if you're just going to be another the title. Um, but it also, it it does, as I said before, it does come with a double-edged sword of the lack of involvement does also decrease people's motivation in order to do anything for us on the student life and campus life so it's just like dang well well damn if you can't go to better chase what the hell could you got this now. if nobody's gonna appreciate what we're doing here then what is the point of doing it for you um that's why a lot of people just kind of get career fo- focused and just real self-centered um in order to boost their you know their name and their brand or to brand themselves better to get out there more um it even though it does open that light there still needs to be some type of shift In people's mindsets when it comes to doing stuff for themselves and doing stuff for the campus you signed up when you sign up that job and when you sign up for that position and you get that position your your work doesn't stop for yourself but your work also doesn't stop for the campus Um, you remember you still have a job to uphold and you still have a you know a duty to do okay duty on duty hello Um, so that's just something that I just really want to speak on. Um, a lot of people who are in high positions now have kind of just sat there. Um, they got comfortable and you in this world do not want to get comfortable. Um, a lot of people got comfortable and, you know, they're sitting at a footrest pretty much just saying that, OK, I did all this work to get here and now I'm good. Um Meanwhile, they leave a lot of people at the bottom, and you can kind of think of it as, as a social hierarchy. Um, it's it gets real political, low key or high key, really. To be honest, it lo- it really does. It's just on the smaller level, and we really don't see it because we live it. Um, then you know when we're thrown out in the real world, we're thrown out in the real world, real world. Come on, I can't speak. I'm a dumbass. But. For real, though, like this is just one little piece of college and, you know, the face or not the face, the background, all this is comprised, it's subject, you know, it's levels to the shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Um, and I definitely want to say um, the secrets, um, secrets with HBCUs, I feel like what they don't tell you is all the problems that. HBCUs endure from media Slandering you um, I know Before um, I worked I worked with Harold so um, It was cool having The Being a freshman and being an intern It was cool seeing like Everything up close and everything Like you know on the scenes So when we had the democratic debate I know That uh, Allegedly TSU didn't have enough representation from the Herald inside, you know, inside the Democratic debate. So there was a lot of subject matters of why wasn't, you know, TSU not having enough representation for Herald. Um, They understand like SGA, all them, blah, 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 blah. They were all there. It was the fact that only one person, really two people, were in representation for the TSU Herald and not that many people. Um, Then our websites were outdated. Um, We weren't producing any newspaper. And sometimes that, I mean, definitely there, there was a spot to play. And I'm not trying to come at anybody's neck or anything like that because that's not what I do. But when a lack of there's a, when there's a lack of system inside of organization, there fa- there fails to be a lot of work. And when certain higher ranks uh, see that, they don't want to give the uh, necessary amount of funding or necessary amount of uh, resources available to the organization. Uh, but a lot of times, the problems kind of come from the lack of resources and the lack of funding. Um, when you limit students on the stuff they can do they can only work with so much and like you know can i get an amen okay like and that's just just speaking on like personal experience like when you limit us so much there's so much we can do we can't do everything when you limit us so much so i do feel like that here at this the student university we need more funding in order to have more credible sources uh not credible sources but just Necessary Necessary tools and necessary outlets for us to continue doing the job that we want to do And also not only to further our, you know, our talents and skills as college students But put TSU, oh, I mean the student university on the map, okay um, So, it, you know, it's a lot of back and forth that goes on around the campus and I'm sure that's with any college, no matter where you go. It's just a matter of a lot of people don't see it and a lot of people don't know why the campus is why when unless you go real deep into it. So that's something that is just like, you know, I kind of liked being in organizations growing up in high school and junior high and even college now. Uh, so you just definitely see the inside. You definitely see an eye opener. Everything's different. OK. Um, a lot of stuff is just different. It's cool. Uh, so definitely be involved, and you definitely see like why everything is why it is. Cause I promise you, you you gonna sit there and complain all dang day, but ain't nothing can change unless you wanna make the change. Can I get an amen? Amen. Okay. Okay. But touching on the last thing I wanna talk about is Mr. Dr. Luther King Jr. the third. now just blank, but y'all can fill in the blank though. Um, but Remember, he is our president, but yet he was terminated for no reason. Uh, which also, because he was terminated with, without reason, that also violates our Texas government code 551.074 and 4.2b. As I said before, there was not any adequate uh, information for his termination by the Bar of Reinnovators, or should I say, the trustees that control our campus. In many HBCUs, the major issue with HBCUs having a functional system lies in the power. Um, This is not an indictment um, to any HBCU, but because there is many frequent attests to many presidential changes in the past 20 years or just people of power in general, obviously this means, this definitely does mean there's an issue. Um, So sometimes with the people in the power and kind of just speaking broadly, I'm not speaking on a factual statement. But um, remember, all this is just broadly and alleged. Um, but for they, from what it seems is they bring personal inflictions um, which share, which pretty much in a sense, they share their idea of what is the quote unquote the embitterment of the campus. But in reality, disregard all the major issues that must be changed first before you do anything else to, you know quote unquote embitter the campus. And the real reason why that comes into play is because of what? Money. With the president, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. III, this man has done an immaculate latitude of things. He brought homecoming traditions, um, parade in 2016, in a football game back on campus in 2019, this year, um, back on the yard, increasing what? Community and alumni engagement construction of new 100,000 square foot library learning center, expanding access to research tools for students, faculty, and staff and alumnus. Creation of a capital expenditure plan, relocating funds to make sure that much needed campus infrastructure improvements and reduce deferred maintenance. He also imported safety enhancements, including the hiring of the new, the student university department of public safety, leadership, a new student focused uh, policy philosophy overhaul of the policing fleet and improved campus lighting, cleared the NCAA probation probation for the the student university athletic program along with a record breaking academic success in graduations for the student university student athletes. Acceptance of the largest single gift from an individual, approximately $3 million from the estate of the alumnus Joanne M. LaFleur or I'm sorry if I got that wrong but that was also to the College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences. He also established the Maroon and Gray Affair annual fundraiser for the student scholarships and programs resulting in more than $3 million raised, increased in enrollment of targeted projections including double-digit percentage growth in 2017 and further growth in 2018, increased in persistence and graduate rates, following enhancement of the freshman seminar courses and project graduation, a customized pathway to student success and completion. Over a three-year period, the student university's investments ratings from Moody's Investor Services improved from a negative to stable to positive, resulting in more favorable borrowing scenarios for the student university in the future. Also hosted the ABC News Democratic debate, becoming the first HBCU to such to host such a debate in more than a decade. The debate brought incalculable attention to the the student university. Received a uh, $5.1 million CPRIT, Cancer Prevention Research Institution of Texas, grant helping the student university become a major player in cancer research and prevention. Received a $2.7 million grant from the third guard marshal fund and the Charles uh, Koch Foundation to fund the newly established Center of Justice Research. He also implemented a comprehensive compensation study resulting in the new salary compensation structure that addresses internal equity for all the student university faculty and staff. Formed partnerships for Harris County and the city of Houston to launch major improvements to the streets and roads surrounding the campus. Entered into a a leading edge partnership with Houston Metro to pilot the autonomous vehicle shuttle service along the Tiger Walk. Um, The project also resulted in research opportunities for students, faculty, and the Student University Center for transportation studies. Achieved major success in the 85th and the 86th Texas legislative uh, sessions resulting in increased funding um, appropriations for campus programs and infrastructure and fixing an athletic fee issues um will ensure sustained funding for all athletic programs. These are just a few accomplishments that led to the success of our top five priorities in the student success and completion academic program quality, research, culture, partnerships, and finance and shared our visions that we created in 2016. And I got that information from the letter that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. himself wrote. <laughs> Nah, I'm playing. but on a real note, I stand with my president. Even if you think otherwise, y'all may differ, y'all may think otherwise, but when he ain't doing nothing wrong, what's really T?